Welcome to another one of our special episodes on the TCT podcast entitled Facets of the Diamond and today's meditation will be Hebrews chapter 1 verse 3b the second phrase of that loaded description of our Redeemer. In the New American Standard, that phrase reads, He, that's the Lord Jesus, He is the exact representation of His nature. That's God the Father's nature. He, the Lord Jesus, is the exact representation of God's nature. Representation is helpful to me to think about just by simply breaking the word down in the pronunciation in the pronunciation representation he is representing to us god and the new american standard putting it in that rendering he is the radiance of his glory and the exact representation of his nature is rendered by the esv he is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature. And in the original, it's character teis upostasios. And uh, the reason I mention that is because I want to dig into that upostasios word. Fundamentally, we're being told in Hebrews 1.3 that the reason that the Lord Jesus outshines or shines outwardly the glory of God is because he possesses the nature of God. So the consequence of Christ's glory, the brilliant outshining, rests squarely on the cause of Christ's person possessing the divine nature. He brilliantly outshines because he inwardly possesses God's nature. We find this truth throughout scripture and it's worthy of a lifetime of serious, prayer-filled, joyful meditation. For example, in Colossians 2.9, we're told that the fullness of deity dwells in bodily form, of course, in the Lord Jesus. Many brothers and sisters throughout church history have given much thought and prayerful meditation to the reality of Christ being the exact representation of God's nature. Augustine, writing on the Holy Trinity, wrote concerning his meditations on John chapter 1, verses 1 through 3. He was not made, then he is not a creature. But if he is not a creature, then he is of the same substance with the Father. Now put on your thinking cap and follow our brother Augustine here. For all substance that is not God is creature, and all that is not creature is God. And if the Son is not of the same substance with the Father, then he is a substance that was made. And if he is a substance that was made, then all things were not made by him. But John 1, 3 says, Augustine writes, all things were made by him. Therefore, he is of one and the same substance with the Father. 
And so he is not only God, but also very God. Again, that's Augustine on the Holy Trinity. And he's digging into that word, upostasios, one substance. Our brothers and sisters have agonized over the revelation of God to us in Scripture to help us articulate a faithful Christology concerning Christ's nature. For example, the Nicene Creed says to us, we believe concerning Christ in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, begotten from the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of the same essence as the Father. That's what Hebrews 1.3 in its second phrase is saying to us. He is the exact representation of God's nature or in the Nicene Creed. He is of the same essence as the Father. The writer of Hebrews uses that word a couple of more times. One of the examples is in a verse familiar to you. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 where we read in the New American Standard, now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. That word assurance is the same word, upostasios, the substance, the assurance. Now, think about, for just a moment, the outward glory of Christ. Hebrews 1.3 begins that way. He is the radiance of the glory of God. He radiates God's own glory. Now think about that outward, brilliant effulgence, that outshining of the glory of God. And now think about the second phrase. And he is the exact representation of his nature. So that's an inward reality about Christ. The first is outward, radiance of his glory. The second is inward, exact representation of his nature. And we can discern from this verse that Jesus as God makes known to man the one true God, meaning in him we see God. If you've seen me, you've seen the Father, John 14, 9. We see the radiance of the glory of God in Christ, but the reason is because he possesses the nature of God. So, when we look upon Christ, we see the radiance of the glory of God. Or as John wrote in John chapter 1, the Word, the Logos, tabernacled among us, and we saw his glory. That's the radiance of the glory of God in Christ. So when we look upon him by the eye of faith, We see the glory of God in him. And when God the Father looks upon Christ, he also sees the exact representation of his own nature in his inward character. He is God. So the cause of the consequence, the reason he shines out The radiance of the glory of God is because he possesses the nature of God. The ground is his nature. The result is his brilliant outshining of the glory of God. So to man, he shows us God's glory. 
And to God, he perfectly, exactly represents his nature, possesses God's own nature. So in poetic form, we could say it this way. Jesus, how precious thou art to man, the visible, invisible God, to God, exact holiness of heart.